fellow heroes and force users of all ages, hello there, and welcome to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my friend and fellow nerf herder, Alyssa Simmons. Hello there. And Dino Nicandros is not here with us today. Very sad. He's off uh, being a famous working actor in a musical. Where I can't, where where is he? I think Arkansas. <laughs> is that where he is? I literally crap. No, that's not what I thought. Uh, well, anyway, the Rev Theater. I don't know where that is. So at the Rev. So if yeah. you're a murderer, don't go and murder him <laughs> at the Rev. Theater. Please don't do that. Oh God! So it's just us queers again today. Yeah. Happy Pride! <laughs> today we are discussing Ms. Marvel, the entire season in one episode. Oh, one jam-packed goodie! Wow, wow, wow! Can we do it in under an hour? We're definitely gonna try. <laughs> this show was created and written by Bisha K. Ali, and by God, we're Marvel fans. And who you are, or where you came from? I am Iron. But they smell bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. जो कुछ भी सीखा गलतियों से ही तो सीखा मैंने खुद को संभाला गिर के ही तो उठना सीखा मैंने जब भी बिखरी तो बिखर के से मटना सीखा मैंने जब खाप टूटे तो उनको पूरा करना सीखा मैंने कभी तो मैं भी नाजुक सी Miss Marvel, we're finally Marvel. talking about Miss Marvel. Oh my God! I um, truthfully, I I um, I kind of like after the fact, I'm realizing there's like a lot to talk about. Um, and we're there gonna try is. to squeeze it into one hour, but it's there is. Be... I mean, if it goes over, we're in charge of ourselves. So we it's are in charge fine. of ourselves. This is our podcast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's lots there's lots to talk about. Um, as far as like plot plot is concerned yeah. there's not mm-hmm. like an a massive amount there yeah i, um, I, I guess as far the really the the main plot which was actually surprising to me and amazing also at the same time is it like it felt like the main plot really revolved around uh introducing us to uh kamala's family and yes the way that she lives her life with her family and her culture and mm-hmm. all the above. Um, and n- not so much as much as the ties into the Marvel universe mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in general, which I think is dope. Yeah. I think it's great. I honestly appreciate that they did that. Um, yeah. We had enough other, you know, stuff sprinkled in there to have it, uh, especially with our, you know, post credit scene in the finale, which we'll chat um, about. That was um, a very large, <laughs> nice sprinkle, though. Yeah, big old giant honker sprinkle. <laughs> and uh, a few, just two giant sprinkles. <laughs> yes, yes. They look like pills <laughs> because oh, <God>. <laughs> they're really big, big sprinkles. Oh, yeah, but uh. Yeah, enough to I think really establish her as a a standalone character and make us all excited to see her as she fits in with the rest of the MCU. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I guess we'll just like go right into our general general thoughts about the whole series. What so, what what did you think? What did I think? Mm-hmm. I liked that. I thought it was great. I mean, honestly, I uh as a Caucasian male, I don't completely like connect with how important this, but you can tell. Like, I mean, really yes. think about I mean, really really think. I mean, when was the last time you saw a like mainstream mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. about a Muslim Pakistani family, right? Um, like not e- not even like counting, you know, the superhero thing. Like just just right, just, just that a show alone. about that. Yes, um, yeah, like absolutely. That, Never. I don't. Honestly, I don't know of any. No, only like supporting characters. Yeah, which is yeah, and you usually... and we should and we should clarify by saying like a mainstream, like you know. American-made film. Yes, yes. Um, right. Absolutely. And, but... and I mean, it just... Uh, um, so that alone um, is just... You could you could feel the weight of how important the show is. And not to mention, too, just like from, you know, the friends that I've talked to that are mm-hmm. at least of South Asian descent or, mm-hmm. you know, just are like, like so excited about this show and what it represents. Oh, yeah. I mean, when the comic came out in 2014, it, it like was this enormous deal because not only flew was, off the shelves. Yeah. Was it this, you know, as you said, like a Muslim Pakistani American girl as a, as the main character of this yes. comic series with all of her family and, you know, they go to the mosque and have a relationship with the, sh- the sheikh and like it's just yeah it's they they didn't like and it's fairly progressive away. too they didn't shy like, away from any of the material which i really really appreciated yeah definitely yeah it felt uh, i mean I, I without having read uh the comics although it actually the cool thing about the show is that it it really has encouraged me to want to read mm-hmm. the comics and that's dope um uh but Oh, where was I going with that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you keep thinking I'll t- I'll talk a little bit more about my general feelings about it. Yes. Um I just like stylistically thought it was so cool yes. and inventive and yes. like the way that cuz sometimes now when I watch things um even just like in passing on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or whatever. Yeah. Like there's a sense of like that there's really, really old people trying to seem relevant in writing <laughs> what they're writing, you know? Uh-huh. And like, you know, in those terms, like we are also old people. But I'm just Isn't saying like this this felt Said the like man who just the... got back from the podiatrist office. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Oh, it's God. okay. Uh, I am old. I am <laughs> ugly. I embarrass you. No, you are ashamed. No. <laughs> um. Mm. Uh. I think. Uh. It just was so creative how they, you know, did text message conversations yes. with on on billboards and marquees and on the floor of, of the New York sidewalks. Yeah. And it just sometimes was it was so... like a catch if you miss it too. Like mm-hmm. um. Which is great. Like it wasn't like on like, her bedspread. That was like a one that I really loved yeah. when she was like texting Comron for the first time. That was so cute. So adorable. Yeah. So, adorable. so I thought that was really cute and like it kind of felt like um like Scott Pilgrim meets uh-huh. Marvel meets other good things. Yeah. 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 So I just thought like mm-hmm. stylistically it was so fun to yeah. watch. 
Um, we did kind of get like there was a little bit of a of um it was kind of a roller coaster ride as far as like style goes too because like we kind of started off with that sort of like Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. like really fast paced like like colorful and um uh like you know what's the word sort of just um a little more whimsical than yeah, your yeah. like you know your normal Marvel show I guess um and uh but then it got like really serious at times mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um uh i mean also just like like i love the attention to detail and um like we weren't just getting a um you know uh a show about um a pakistani muslim family like we also got like like a legit history lesson like but like yeah. in a really it's told in a really really creative and cool way so way. it didn't feel mm-hmm. like sort of like shoved in there mm-hmm. it was like very much a part of uh, of why she uh, is who Kamala's she is story so, and mm-hmm. yeah who she is and what who she is and um yeah I mean honestly I um I I feel terrible for admitting this but I mean I knew practically nothing about the partition of India and yeah, I knew very little I, I can't I had watched one documentary oh really that had some stuff about the partition in there but um, yeah I mean as far as yeah, it just we've just was... I, I I know that what I've seen of it has been like extremely whitewashed, no sure, doubt, and sure. like you know very biased and whatever it is. But um, but yeah, just learning about that. I mean, I I have a feeling that the the Google search for mm-hmm. Partition of India like went up yeah. a whole lot yeah, because absolutely. of the show, which is dope. I, I love think it's that. Great, yeah. Because um, it was a it was a pretty pretty insane um really sad sad story, mm-hmm. incredibly um, sad. Yeah, um so yeah very very good to be aware of that. Um, I also I appreciated and I think it was clear from the sort of the more whimsical but just the age range of the main characters in yeah. this in this show is that it was very much so geared towards a younger audience. Yes. Which, um, uh, well, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone has said that, but, like, I never felt, I never felt like I was watching a Disney Channel or a Nickelodeon thing. Like, it didn't no. feel, it didn't feel um, too young audience for me to not feel connected but but enough it. of a enough of a jump to feel like it it definitely it could and can yeah like a like a, mm-hmm. a, a like a young like group could get together and and get into this and feel but what it's interesting though is that the um I believe it's t it said TV fourteen is it I think huh which I thought well, was I mean, really there's curious some, there's some serious elements in it I suppose yeah for sure I can't remember were there any, there weren't really any bad words in it though I don't think no right? bad words. And not really mm. much blood. No, but that's Marvel in general is not really yeah, bloody. For sure. But Yeah, I mean um, the really the bloodiest thing we've ever seen was um Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight, yeah, sure. Moon Knight. And also at least on Disney Plus, yes. Yeah. Um, but probably um Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Probably yeah, for the sure. most bloody. Mm-hmm. Um Um Yeah, I mean I'm I'm a pretty big sucker for coming of age stories oh, in yeah. general. And and I also just, like this actress is just so she freaking is cute. Just adorable. Yeah, she's and and yeah, it's um um Iman, um I'm oh, not knowing her last name. You should pull me it a up. Moment, I will bring it up. It's here. It's here. Yeah, uh, she's, Bellani. Um, 
there you go. She is uh, Canadian, Pakistani, and she just was so cute. She's Canadian, just like me. Yeah. Sort of. Half half of you. I'm getting dual Um, citizenship. Are you going to try? I'm going to do it. Because why not, right? I mean, you should. You should do it now. Hurry. (laughs) That's a good time. (laughs) Spooky Uh times. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I really, really, I I did enjoy it. And I thought um, the music was awesome. Oh my God, the music was so cool. The music was so cool and felt like, Felt like an additional character yeah. in episodes, um, which I always love. And that's and we get com- a different taste each episode, mm-hmm. too. It's like not yeah. the same. And that's a combination of like the actual composer and the music supervisor. So yes. um, amazing That's job. a really cool job, music supervisor, to be able to like, you know, like it find is. the music. And, it, and it's like, you know, it's obviously like a skill set, but I don't understand and I will never understand. And I think it's just because I come from someone who writes music. A musical family, I don't sure. understand why... The music supervisor is credited like at the beginning of the movie, like before a lot of other people. Yeah. And the people who actually write the music for, yes. for everything is the very last thing in credits. So I don't understand that. Yeah. Especially when it's like something where it's like, you know, a lifetime movie and they picked like three pop songs. I'm like, okay, I don't really think that what did you do google on spotify like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know i mean it's a little more than that but yeah for sure and, for and certain it's like things for this show yes yeah for this show yes for sure because it was like it was it's like that was a very large portion of the whole feel of the show mm-hmm. like it had they had they changed the music like um to be i don't know maybe a little more um like I just somber toned music or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know it. If it was yeah. like a, a Danny Elfman score, it sure, have, sure, had a very, very different feel. I also um, enjoyed that her theme song felt like an actual superhero theme song. Totally. Like we haven't had that in Marvel since I don't know, maybe the Avengers movies. Like, I believe that. Be yeah, where there's like horns and yeah, where it feels like it's the it's their theme. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that is Kamala Khan's theme. Very and yeah. It, that's it will always be... fun because um, you know superhero superhero themes have been part of our you know auditory vernacular for since the fifties. So there's so that... many of them now. I feel oh, yeah. like yeah. that would be a fun a fun like uh, trivia. It's not. I don't know if that's really considered trivia, but just to see like how many you can how remember. many themes you can name. Yeah, that'd be oh, fun. Oh man, Dino would beat us all. So he would. He, he would. Yeah, he's, he's so one of those one of those guys that loves to like instead of listening to like regular. I don't know if that's regular. What what can constitutes regular music? But he he will listen to like movie. He likes movie scores a lot. Movie scores. Yeah. That's that's his jam. For our um, which I don't think you were on our Batman for Dummies episode i yeah i think i, I missed, think you that, missed one. that one Wait, was i no I, I i was there for the batman review but not the right dummies, but but yeah. not the prior one and we right. did like a batman theme like mashup so we had like 10 or 15 batman themes in that episode. oh my god amazing but um yeah no expense that's, uh, no i know but those were sort of my general thoughts about the series i really thought yeah. everyone was so well cast um mm-hmm. 
I think that like incredibly charming group of people just uh, the whole cast I mean yes and very believable as a family Mm -hmm. um and just fun to see their banter the mother I thought was hilarious the father was hilarious too they like truly they they were they were cast so well yes um did you have any criticisms at all um to be honest, no, I wasn't in, really. like a super like critical state of mind whenever I watched it. I just yeah. was like, yeah, I definitely like I, I, I normally just, go I, into it with like my arms crossed, like, yeah. but I was like, just having yeah, a great time. Yeah, I think I was just like excited. I was excited to see where each episode went. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any the. I guess my one criticism is that sometimes the CGI with um her bouncing on her cosmo or cosmic things looked cosmic a little energies. a little funky. Like her body yeah. didn't look like it matched. I mean, you, you took the words body. right out of my mouth. I mean, as that far as be, criticism goes, like that would be it, the it felt only like, criticism that I would have. Really, yeah, it, it felt like which is which is a bummer because I mean I feel like they they could have I mean. I, Anybody could always throw more money in into a into a you know special effects budget, but um, mm-hmm. but we understand you know money is. I mean, I don't know if it's really tight with Disney because they have an endless it's not. supply. Of I it. think that the priority for this show was building more practical sets. Which yeah, which I, is dope. Which I it's like an old school movie, you know. Yeah. So totally, and yeah, but, they they like also. I mean, I. That's something I didn't check into, and I'm curious if they actually they went shot? on location. Yeah, so they shot in Jersey City. Sure. They sh- shot in Atlanta, Georgia, and they right. shot in Thailand. Oh, in Thailand. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess that would be my only sort of just, like, it didn't look It didn't look bad by any means. I just don't think it looked no. like the but rest it, of there was the times where There was times where it was just a little clumsy yeah that's a that's a fair word for sure yeah because i um yeah if you're ever like noticing it that's you know right yeah yeah exactly exactly if you're ever like there that's not a human that doesn't feel (laughs) like a human doing that and it's like we're kind of going back and forth between like cartoony and yeah normal yeah exactly um well we have a little special thing to read. A special today. thing. A special thing from our friend Lauren Louie. Oh yes, a so, good friend Lauren. Yes, so uh, we wanted to. We really wanted to have someone of South Asian descent on this episode with us to to talk with us about about their feelings about the show and about the comic and. Everything. But nobody was available. Scheduling is kooky, but um, Lauren sent us in a really nice message, so I am going to read that for That's you exciting. all right now. All right. It's a cold read. It's a cold. I'm ne- I've never read it before. No, I've, I've <laughs> um. All right. I ended up reading the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel comics when they first came out in 2014 when I was in high school. Oh, she's so young. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I forgot she was so young. She's so mature for her age. She really is. Um, I was so excited to see a comic cover with a girl that looked exactly like me, especially since every comic or manga I had ever seen or read was centered around a white or fair-skinned person. To see Marvel... Let me pull this up. This is not... But okay. 
That's not what she read. (laughs) To see Marvel finally make it into a series that showcases Pakistani and other South Asian actors is a huge step in the industry. Not just because they're included in the industry, but because the way they're portrayed strays away from the way South Asians are usually portrayed. Mm -hmm. Instead, uh, instead of these women's lives being taken or affected by the tragic outcome of war or as the butt of some distasteful joke, which is the case in almost every single feature film or TV series, these women are seen as brave, courageous, and in Kamala's case, a literal superhero. I think this will carve the way for South Asians and South Asian Americans to be seen as humans that can be included in a multitude of narratives, not just ones that center around cultural trauma. They can be brave moms, funny dads, non-binary high school students, queer icons. I guess what I'm saying is that we have, we have people in our community that can fill those shoes in the industry because some of them have lived that life too, which is often so glossed over. To see a Pakistani-Canadian playing Kamala and to make her relatable and funny and like any other normal teenager means that the change is coming. She isn't a painful outcome of war, uh, of a war scene in a movie centered around a white protagonist. She isn't saved from a scene of danger to become a victim narrative. She is the hero. She is the protagonist. She isn't a fleeting moment on screen. She is the moment. This is the beginning of the barriers breaking for my people, and I'm so excited to see what's next for us after this. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, so thanks for sending that in, Lauren. That was like, it was very important to us as, you know, white people to not (laughs) be (laughs) having, having, you know, all of the words on, on this. And I am so grateful that you were able to this is why representation matters and this is why it's a big deal because up until Lauren was in high school, she had literally never seen someone that looked like her in a comic book. Yeah. And that's a bummer. And truthfully, I mean, the only things you ever see like on TV, at least before now, have just all been super stereotypical mm-hmm. and usually just paint them yeah. like in she said, like a negative it's, light. Yeah. It's like, you know, not, not, not what it could be. So, yeah. so um, this is a very exciting time to live in, um, you know, in terms of diversity. Um, and it's just, it just, it, yeah, it does make one be very excited for the future and what it might bring. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Just making it. Yeah. Normalizing. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, you and I talk about this like all the time with gay stuff and how, yeah, right. you know, we, we joke about it with like Star Wars and stuff. But the thing is, if we were to actually, and we do in the comics, but like yeah. if we were to actually on a Disney Plus series mm-hmm. or on, on the big screen at a movie theater, if we were actually able to see, you know, queer characters within like these franchises that we like, love so much yes it would be incredible like it would and, and be the same so thing that she incredible. said too where it would like you know it it doesn't like revolve around trauma and mm-hmm. like they're just normally gay <laughs> right <laughs> and just, it doesn't like, have to be like a big like you know moment it could yes. just be like a person so yep. like what they did in Shit's creek yeah yeah but for but, marvel or star yeah. wars yeah exactly yeah, I want that. Yeah, me too. Do it, um, Kevin Feige. Do it, do it damn people. it. 
Do it, Dave Filoni. <laughs> Harumph. I know that. The, I know you want to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just do it. Um. So our sort of agenda. Oh, we did get. Our... I mean, Taika Waititi definitely. I mean, Ta- we're going to talk about that. Yeah, eventually, we're going to talk but... about. We're going to talk about Thor coming yeah. up. But um. Love Slight him. spoiler alert, but there is something gay in that. It was yeah. cute. <laughs> uh, so our sort of agenda, our gay agenda. The gay agenda, yes. <laughs> today <laughs> is to go through uh, each episode. But before we do that, I thought it might be helpful to get a, just a slight little history on the character of Miss Marvel. And, Splendid. Um, how she came to be a character within the comics. Love, love, love. So... Um, sir, <laughs> sir, let's start with our very first Miss Marvel, who is Carol Danvers. Yes. She was the very first character to use the moniker Miss Marvel, and she appeared in Marvel Superheroes number 13 in March of 1968. And she, like her character, as we know her in the Captain Marvel film, was a, an officer in the United States Air Force. She's caught in an explosion and uh, with uh, the Kree superhero, Captain Marvel, who was a man at the time. And the next time she appeared in Miss Marvel, her own series, Miss Marvel number one in 1977, she's got powers that have resulted from that explosion. And the, the explosion essentially caused her DNA to merge with Captain Marvel's. So that's that was our very first Miss Marvel. She eventually does become Captain Marvel in the comics. She assumes the mantle of Captain Oh, so Marvel. she was actually originally Miss Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So she finally assumes the mantle of Captain Marvel um in 2012. You done taught me a lesson I didn't know. Yes. Um to honor the previous Captain Marvel who had passed on. Aha. Uh-huh. So, our next Miss Marvel is named Sharon Ventura. She was the second Miss Marvel. She appeared for the first time in The Thing, number 27, in 1985. Sharon is such a great, like, mom name, I feel. uh Uh-huh, indeed. So, here's a a fun thing. Damn it, Sharon! This character that we know now. Uh, She, Sharon Ventura volunteered for Power Brokers Experiment to receive oh. superpowers. Oh. So. Now in this in this universe mm-hmm. like Carol Danvers doesn't exist or Yeah, it's like a different it's different, different earth. Mm-hmm. Got it. And not the 616. Um, no. Not 616. No. <laughs> uh, I will be dancing with Stitch tonight. So <laughs> come on down. Um so uh, Sharon Ventura's body mutates into a similar appearance of the thing. And oh. she she receives the nickname She Thing. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's cool. She thing. Um this one, I would I had no idea about this one, also super cool. Um, third, Miss Marvel is Dr. Carla Sofin. She is a super villain known what? as Moonstone. Ooh, cool! Yeah, so um, she essentially were is these like this... like long, long winded like character arcs because like I've never heard of any of these. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Carla Sofin. She, I mean, she was in and out of the comics starting in seventy five, and wow. her uh, and up up till the present. Dang, so just as like yeah. So um, slap me across space and call me Miss Marvel. All right. <laughs> uh. Anyhow, 
then Carol Danvers takes the title back again mm. in 2010. Give me, that Give me. That brings us to Kamala Khan, our fourth dun, Miss dun, 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 Marvel. Um, and she... not to be confused with Kamala. No, don't get it twisted. Because that is our vice president. Yes. Her name is Kamala. Correct. This is Kamala. Yes. Uh, so no, this her is Kamala. first. Kamala. Right. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. I know. Same. Um, same, same, same. So um, her first appearance was in Captain Marvel in August of 2013. And she was introduced as like a, exactly how we see her in this show. She's a super fan of the Avengers and Carol Danvers. And, and I, I mean, I, another reason why I want to go and re- read the comics is um, there were definitely numerous nods from what I understand. Like even the very last moment where she's like sitting perched mm-hmm. on the exactly little, it's exactly like on the light post. Yeah, that's a that's frame. a comic cover. Yeah, very cool. Um, so her first her series uh, premiered. Her solo series, I should say, premiered in February of 2014. Oh my god, she was in Solo? No. <laughs> we don't talk about Solo. Aww. Uh, And she became Marvel's first Muslim character to headline her own comic book. Freaking cool. And it was obviously a very big deal. And, and the, hopefully not the, the last. Please, God willing. And uh, the first volume of her comic series won the Hugo Award for Best Graphic Story freaking cool so that's just a brief history on the character of miss marvel just so you know kind of like i'm glad to hear that because honestly that there was like at least three characters i was like huh Mm-hmm. yeah and they're all so... and each one of them the well only only carol danvers and Ka- kamala 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 <laughs> kamala well the thing that's confusing to me about that is that her best friend says her name wrong bruno says her name wrong in like several scenes right right and maybe 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 she did i know i know that kamala harris definitely cares maybe maybe the the character of kamala doesn't care i don't know we'll do our best we'll do our best um but carol danvers uh, uh, yeah same they're the only ones that exist in the same universe Mm -hmm. right well and it's interesting too because well, and we'll get to it, but um, you know, fast forwarding to the end of the show, like mm-hmm. where we had the post credit scene, um, you know, Carol Danvers seems to like switch places with Yeah, fully um, fully swap. Fully swapped. Mm-hmm. And but like she's got a she's got a new haircut, she's got a different outfit, which, you know, doesn't necessarily mean anything, but now that we're all like bibbidi bobbidi Now that the multiverse, the multiverse has been opened, thank who, you. Who's this Carol? Who, we don't which, know. Yeah, which Carol is this? Yeah. That's my, that is my question. Um, yeah. That is our question. I mean, yeah, it would, I don't know. <laughs> we don't Hard know. Hard to say. I mean, it really, at this point in the MCU, it could be anything, mm-hmm. which is very exciting and fun. Yeah. Um, well, shall well, we? Should we? Should we do this? Should we? Yes. Let's do it. And we'll talk about All it. All right. So we're just going to kind of breeze through and we can talk. You know, if you have thoughts it's about things so that happen crazy. while I say them yeah. during the episode, we can chat. Do it. So um, episode one is called Generation Y. And this is sort of the introduction of Kamala. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. Good. She's a 16-year-old high schooler, big fan girl of the Avengers, in particular Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel. 
Um, we've got some really funny moments of her failing her driving test and seeing the school counselor. And uh, we meet lots of people in her life in this episode. So we meet um, Bruno, her best friend. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no. We don't, but we will. But we will. And uh, they are building her cosplay for AvengerCon, which is just <laughs> adorable. Oh, man. Um, I can't tell you how much I want that in real life. Uh, I would love to go to AvengerCon. Yeah, truly. Just like specific to the Avengers? Absolutely. That, honestly, I mean, if Disney knew it was best for them, they I mean, I guess that. that's sort of kind of what, like, the Marvel, you know, the is. Marvel Land is, but they should, like, full on. No, just... but if they did, if they, like, in downtown Disney did, like, a pop-up of AvengerCon in the old ESPN Zone building, yeah. do that. Fucking cool as hell. I mean, I know that there there, there are plans to expand um, Marvel Land, yeah, yeah. Um, as it were, but I, um, but yeah, like, do that. Because I yeah. know that people would totally dig it. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Little atmosphere show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's super nervous to to tell her parents because they're very, very strict. We meet her folks, Yusuf and Muniba. Mm-hmm. And uh, she receives this strange package from her grandmother, Sana, um, which has a golden bangle in it. Mm-hmm. Very mysterious. And I don't know about you, but like... Um, like really, almost immediately for me, I got um, I got uh, Shang Chi vibes. Oh from yeah, the bangle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least like potentially like this like similar similar technology. magic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, so they make a plan. Kamala and Bruno make a plan to sneak out. And they get to AvengerCon. It's amazing. She is about to join the costume contest. When she puts the bangle on, it causes her to project constructs of cosmic energy. Well, well, we wow. That um, inadvertently cause a lot of chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But nobody dies, which is no. Good. And Kamala actually uses her powers for the first time that night to save her her idiot classmate Zoe, <laughs> <laughs> who is an idiot, but <laughs> ends up being helpful at the end. So that's yes. nice. Um, and she's an influencer. Yes, she's an Instagram famous, and starts to become famous from her being saved by Nightlight. Is what they end up calling her. <laughs> And uh, she's like, oh, no, not that name. No, <laughs> I know. She, her reaction to that was so great every time. So funny. Um, so she, uh, Bruno rushes Kamala home and uh, she finds her mom in her room who's just distraught and, you know, begging her to focus on her own story and yeah. to be a good girl. And I'm a good girl, I am. Yes. Now, then, I know you. Uh, I know that they're like they obviously did this on purpose in this show by mm-hmm. like introducing all these like cute boys mm-hmm. in her life, but like it, it you know, I can kind of sniff it. It's it feels like they're playing like the long, super long arc. Like I think everybody wants the two of them to get together, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean yeah. that would 
Yeah, that would absolutely make sense. Because they're so cute. I know that they're he's, like, they're, I mean, he's they're there. Do like the, he's ready no, to we're be just there. friends thing for a long time. And yeah, then... well, he loves her already. So. Yeah, very clearly. Um, and then uh, we get a mid credit scene where we are introduced to the Department of Damage Control. Yes. We meet for, agents. This is P- the first time we've seen mm-hmm. them. We meet agents P. Cleary and Sadie Deaver. And they are watching a video of Kamala and the incident at AvengerCon. And they're like, we're going to get that. We got to get that. And we want some of that. Um, And that is episode one. (laughs) And I guess this is something I didn't realize at first. But there's like different factions of the department. It it would seem that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I guess this one sort of goes rogue eventually. Yeah. and well, tries to like well Deaver goes rogue mm-hmm. yeah Deaver goes rogue um and uh yeah tries to like hurt the kids which is like whoa <laughs> yeah that was scary Pretty that intense. was really scary Very all right intense. episode two go episode two um I uh let's see here this is very very uh short um that's uh, fine yeah it's fine um but yeah Kam- uh, Kamala Kamala you got yes. it she uh, perfects her expertise uh, with her newly gained powers with Bruno's help, um, begins to unravel the secret of where they came from. Miss um, Marvel uh, makes her first public appearance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when a boy's life is in danger, but the government um, closes in on the heroine. Um, oh, my God. And she meets Comron for the first time. Mm-hmm. This, like, <laughs> Cutie super sexy moment coming out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she has this like uh this whole montage, you know, very like perfectly um it's is exactly what you'd see in an uh in a teenage rom com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Montage of learning her superpowers. Um which um a friend of mine was the um what do you call it? Um stunt lady for very stunt cool coordinator. Uh no 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 she, choreographer? she actually so that that scene where she, the where um, oh she uh, yeah, was her stunt a, double yeah so that okay. wasn't actually her jumping around and yeah. flipping and stuff sure. <laughs> sure imagine that um but yeah that was my friend cool um and uh, um we also start to hear the story of Kamala's uh grandma um mm-hmm. and during the partition. Um, which was like, that was when I was like, Oh, I'm, I gotta go to Google. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the, I mean, you know, I, if you didn't watch the show, which I don't know why you'd be watching our podcast or listening <laughs> to our podcast if you didn't, but I mean, if you're just looking to, you know, just get a description before you watch, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. No judgment. Um, and then if you didn't, or maybe you watched it, you didn't, um, Google the partition of India, um, uh, very shortly, the partition of India in uh, 1947 divided British India into two independent dominions, India and Pakistan. That's the super short, short, yes. like whitewashed version of what happened. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I literally, um, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this one TikTok where, um, and I was just like, oh, that's funny. And like, kind of like, whoa. Um, but like, they're kids. So it's like, ah. Um <laughs> 
but uh, oh, I know the one you're talking. About. You know the one I'm talking about. I honestly did not. I did. It didn't really connect with me until I saw this show. I was like, oh mm. dang, they're like hella serious. Like there's this little kid who's basically like, when I grow up, I will be an army and save Pakistan and destroy India. And the the woman's like, wow, strong army, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh wow, 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 wee wow. Yeah. Yeah. It runs deep, mm-hmm. the angst that from that whole thing. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much episode two. It was, uh, um, I think it was. And then actually... the DODC shows up. Yes. Th- that's sort of important because they're chasing after Kamala. Yes. And uh, they're Kamra- on the run. Kamran and his mother pick her up and save her yes. from that and moment. It's, you know, I, I don't know if you got the the spooky vibes at first or not oh yeah definitely and every anytime in any show when something feels like it's too good to be true it probably is yeah exactly like it, it's yeah classic example of like you know she's like she's feeling vulnerable because she's like looking for somebody that like knows what's going on and these mm-hmm. people are like oh we know come and you know come <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll help you we'll tell you all the things and you're like mm, something 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 screwy exactly. um, but i believe uh oh no no the next episode was the best reviewed episode this oh, was, was it? The second a... best reviewed mm. episode. Yeah, I liked episode three. Episode yeah, three good. is called Destined. Destined. And uh, Najima, that's Kamran's mother, uh, explains that they're part of an enhanced group of beings called the Clandestines. Yes, which they... is a like a really, really deep dive um, to Marvel because, like, and I, I think it was very purposeful because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really knows what the hell or gives. Like, right. if they decide to change the history of it, it's like, eh, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, they claim to be jinns that were exiled right. from the Noor dimension. Oh, man. Um, I just, I freaking love how they just, th- this is something that I've, at least of the most recent, um, like, uh, Marvel stuff is how they're making, um, they're tying in, like, real world mm-hmm. um, lore and yeah, like fun. giving it like you know filling in the the gaps mm-hmm. in the stories you know I, I love it it's just great yes uh and she explains that her great grandmother Aisha was also one of them and she basically tells um Kamala that the bangle might be able to help them return safely back home to the Noor dimension to the Noor dimension um and Bruno, which I think, wait, was it this. episode two or episode three where we got a brief look where she kind of like, you know, does this like crazy like fall through the floor situation, and she like sees like a bunch of people, assumedly in the newer dimension. Um, I think that that was an episode two. Yeah, because that was when she saw the train woman. The yes, I yeah. love that visual. That was yeah. so cool. Um, and, uh, so Kamala talks to Bruno and he's kind of worried that interdimensional travel could be dangerous. So, uh, all of this is also happening to fall on the day of Kamala's brother's wedding. Uh, we get a really fun, beautiful wedding and a Bollywood style musical number. (laughs) Freaking musical number. How cool. Super beautiful. And... And again, like leaning Fun. super heavy into like the family scene, the culture, mm-hmm. like because it's just driving the story. It's good. Yep. And uh, uh, Kamran 
shows up and crashes the wedding and is like, uh, so my mom doesn't care and she's going to make you do this. <laughs> so come with me if you want to leave. Uh, but unfortunately, the clandestines arrive and- Oh no, not the clandestines. It's pretty bad. Oh no, the vision of the train happens in this episode. I'm oh, it sorry. does. Okay, gotcha. Oh, right. Duh. Yes. Yes. And uh, so the uh, DODC agents arrive, capture the clandestines, including Comron. And uh, this is also a, a moment where um, Nakia, um, Kamala's other best friend, sees her using her powers. And right. that is complicated because Nakia is like on the board at the mosque and she's like, do you understand like how hard it is for our people in general? And yeah. now you're making us have an even larger target on our backs. Right. And the episode ends with um, um, her grandma calling and revealing that she also saw the vision of the train. And, and I love she, like her call. Like it's just so like, cute, so close to the camera. <laughs> so close to the camera. <laughs> and she's like, Typical. "Listen, you and your mother need to come visit me in Karachi. So get here now." We That's got some stuff to talk three. about. I love that. It was a really good teaser. Yeah, I I, I think that was my favorite episode too. It was it great. was like it felt like, um, yeah. There's a lot of mystery, and the, mm -hmm. the setup was great, and yeah. I I agree. <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> um, episode four. Yeah. Kamala and uh, Muniba travel to Karachi, and Kamala finds out more about the origin of her powers. Mm -hmm. uh, she also finds out about the Red Daggers, which mm -hmm. I also knew nothing about. Um, it's a secret group that protects the world from the clandestines mm -hmm. um, who want the Bengal for the round so they can wipe out the Earth reality with their own. Whoa, whoa, wee, wow. Yikes. Um, yeah, so uh, the implications of that. Um, I mean, I'm not like 100% sure how it works yet, which I, I think that – Assumedly, they'll 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 dig more deeper into. Yeah, I, I am curious too. I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but like, if we're gonna get more of this storyline in the the Marvels, or the Marvels. if that's gonna be season two of like it's it's uh, its own separate story. Yeah, I don't know. Curious, very mm -hmm. curious. Um, but yeah, the um, like you know, basically. It's 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 not low stakes. Like she's literally trying to save our dimension mm -hmm. <laughs> from being mm -hmm. devoured, I guess, or consumed. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, but yeah, this episode was pretty dope too. I thought. Mm hmm. Thought it was pretty cool. For sure. All right. Is that well all you got for episode four? Mm hmm. Okay. Episode five. Time and again, we get a really. Interesting history lesson here. Daniel gave us a brief version of it, but we are Super in, brief. in India, 1942, and we see Kamala's great-grandma Aisha taking refuge in a village where she meets Hassan, um, an independence activist, and they fall in love and have a baby named Sana. That's her grandma. Yes. Uh, five years later, Najma finds Aisha and is like, listen... Give me the bangle. I'm doing this. Um, and Aisha leaves uh, leaves it with Sana, and they are trying to flee to the new nation of Pakistan with the family. Um, unfortunately, Najma, crazy pants, huh. 
stabs her. Um, she just wants it so bad. She wants to get home so badly. Yes. She and um, uh, Hassan and Sana are separated in all of the chaos at the train station. Um, Kamala is able to interact with Aisha and she says, uh, uh, she asks her to guide Sana before dying. And um, she sort of conjures this projection of stars. And we had heard about this star projection in yes. the story at the family ta- dinner table. Mm-hmm. And um, Kamala realizes that it, it was, was her. her. It was her saving her grandma. So it's such a sweet thing. So sweet. Now, uh, interesting, though, because um, and we could talk about this until our brains are goo mm-hmm. um, because I mean, nobody really needs to explain it, but like the nerd in me wants to like, know, like, because we've already talked about time travel before. Yeah. Yeah. And this version of time travel is like completely not what mm-hmm. it was. So I'm right. curious what, this is basically what they made fun of. Not, not, not really. Well, I guess they've, it, it's not quite Back to the Future style, but it is sort of on that same thing that we're like, like you, can you know, like time is linear, and, yeah, and you yeah. can just yeah go back and forth on the mm-hmm. same line. Yeah. But um, uh, this uh, well, well, no, I guess Back to the Future is more. But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's <laughs> what we've been told, brain. yes, <laughs> what we've been told is that when you go back in time and you change something, it creates an alternate version mm-hmm. right. of. You know, a, a new branch timeline, basically, mm-hmm. um, uh, which we found out in uh, um, the Loki. TVA was going around, mm-hmm. um, you know, zapping those things because there's only supposed to be one timeline. Um, the sacred timeline. The sacred timeline. Although now, um, well, maybe and that's why maybe perhaps this can exist this way because of what happened in the TV, what happened in. Loki, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. God willing, they're gonna like explain why this is able to happen this way. Because yeah, you know, in what should we call it? Um, Endgame, we saw them, you know, going back in time and changing things, but it would like actually change that timeline into something different. Right, and who knows if like Kamala was actually like there and time traveled there, or if it was like a projection of her. Like, sure, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it was necessarily like she was actually. In 1947, right. But I mean, the, the idea is that she, she, uh, she was always there. Yeah. I guess there was she, never. Yeah, she found a way to get there from the present. So I don't know. But I guess at some point, in order to get there, there had to have been a universe where she wasn't there at first. Oh gosh, I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's good. I don't think that's. Is it good possible? No, no. <laughs> I'm God willing they will like give us a reason but I mean they, mm-hmm. I, they don't necessarily have to because it's just it's yeah. you know it's magical and beautiful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I do love like like the idea that 
you know, she was the one that saved her grandma. And like, it's such a beautiful, like, um, sweet way to connect them more as a family, like story wise. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's just, um, (laughs) yeah, the nerd in me really wants to know like the mechanics of it all. And I know we don't always get it and it's okay. And I just usually don't get it. So we usually don't get it. And sometimes when we do, it just makes it that much more confusing. Correct. And we're like, Oh, I mean, really, honestly, the, I, I, I thought that Endgame did a really great job of like setting the rules, like being like, "This is what it is now," and then the TVA just completely destroyed all of that for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh no, I thought I had an understanding." <laughs> but the TVA is hella bad, so we don't really know what their motives were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, I, I, I very much digress. Uh. Important she thing goes, to put in the back of your head, for sure. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Kamala returns to the present, and she finds that Najima's strike opened the Veil of Noor. Oh, But it's vaporizing anyone that interacts with it. Whoops. Uh, Na- uh, Najima transfers her powers to Kamran before yeah, she sacrifices go, herself Yeah, and closes the Veil. Um. We get like a really sweet little scene here at the end where um, grandma I, and mom find Kamala. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Muniba has, is like accepting her powers. So that's yes. a sweet moment. The episode ends uh, with Kamran seeking refuge with Bruno. And uh, they're attacked by a DODC drone. Kamran destroys it. And and it makes the store underneath them explode. Whoopsies. And that leads yes. us to the finale. Finally. Um. So back in Jersey, um, Kamala finds Cameron, um, Cameron, and protects him from the Cameron. <laughs> uh, protects him from the damage control, who will uh stop at nothing to take him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mid credits, and uh, so that that's you know more or less is like it's just kind of a extended action scene mm-hmm. of them dodging the damage control. Yeah, peeps. they do like this fun plan in the high school. All these, <laughs> which I mean, truthfully, like Mr. most of it is completely unnecessary, but really fun, it was fun. and adorable. It was fun. Yes, like that. Yeah, sensible Home Alone mm-hmm. um, s- sequence, sort of mixed in with a uh, and um, Kamala finds a way for she contacts her um red daggers friend yes. and is like uh, i need can i get a favor can you please help my friend Comron because uh, he's struggling yeah i need you to get him out of the country yeah so yeah so there's makes that happen so basically yeah trying to get him from a to b um and the damage control people just get in the way and so they just have to deal with it and so then there there's a little bit of a um morality play going on with Kamran now where we're not really sure like he's sort of teetering on the edge of uh good and evil mm-hmm. we can see that like is this going to be his like origin is you know his uh super villain origin story or is this going to be like a moment where he's like I'm complicated and I have complicated feelings but I'm still right. good right yeah um which I think is probably more or less where they're going yeah I guess um and uh yeah, um, we see some really cool. Um, uh, we start to see what he can do now. Mm-hmm. 
which is basically like he has pulsating energy coming out from him. And it's basically sounds like it's like basically tearing him apart, which doesn't sound fun. No, Um, (laughs) it sounds like it's really painful. Um, But yeah, uh, it's similar to what Ms. Marvel can do, but different. Yeah, I think it's like it's coming from the same Ish, energy like, source, e- energy source potentially, cosmic energy source, yeah. But um, yeah, he's got he's got like kicky kicky powers, and she's got more <laughs> she's got more punchy powers. <laughs> right. Those are the yes. technical terms. <laughs> technical terms, absolutely. Um. So um, yeah. Which basically brings us to um. Oh my God! Well, actually, before we talk about that, I think there was one thing we, one major thing we might have forgotten, and if you did, I just completely checked out what you said. But um, the moment when they did a um, the first flashback of mm-hmm. uh, of Kamala's um, great grandmother, yeah, um, and um, of them in the um, what I guess was like a tomb or a temple of some sort. Mm, mm-hmm. um, basically where they find the, the, um, the, bangle the bangle for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of like a huge thing. And like the implications of it are pretty, you know, like wow, wow, wee, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, b- mostly because when they pan up, um, and we kind of get this like downward looking look, we see the 10 rings on the floor, which is like, right. Uh, oh. oh, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. I mean, so, so I guess, like in that regard, um, uh, my 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 thought process on connecting it with um the Shang Chi mm-hmm. um magic, um, I guess is fairly like plausible. I mean, yeah. especially with with that introduction, it seems that um the 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 Ten Rings. Um, that, that wasn't the only thing that they found. Um, there was other technologies that they found and used, but I guess this one got lost over time. Um, and then got refound. So I'm, I'm very curious to see if we're going to see like more of the history of the bangle and like who had it before. Well, um, I think we will, um, also just, you know, going back to Shang-Chi's post-credit scene, where, yes. Um, about they're, sending they're a like, signal. They're, yeah. About well, they're just like you know, it's um, Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and Wong, and they're like, so how long has your family had these rings? And and they're like, so we're picking up energy signals from like way before that even. Long time ago. So, uh, yeah, super interesting. Yeah, very very excited to see that that that's the kind of stuff that makes my like. It gets me my nerd my nerdness all tingly. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Um, so we get the mid credit scene, um, where they're just kind of like chilling by the car, and like mm-hmm. Bruno, it, it just is like, hey, you know, before <laughs> I leave, there's <laughs> just just a little casual piece of information I have to give you just real quick. Super duper casual, NBD. I mean, you know, put it in the back of your head, but don't worry about it. It's probably nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, just super casually says, like, I checked up on your DNA again, and it seems that you have, like, you might be a mutant, basically, in so many words. Yeah, so the thing, 
that's interesting there. Um, I mean, there's several things interesting there. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't think uh, mutant like mutant X-Men. I think mm. uh, mutant as But they played the in... music. Yeah, but they, in the, I mean, in the and, comics. And, uh, and interesting, and is... they played the music I'm... from the cartoon, which is also interesting. Right. Like, I mean, right, but. In like you don't comics, play that thing. I know, but I'm going to tell you something that's in the comics. Um, Kamala realizes that she does have mutated genes, and it's yeah. from an event that happens, um, where all of the there's like this sprinkling of some scary dust in the air, and scary all of dust. these people, um, develop like these inhuman powers. So there's a right. whole run of comics called Inhuman. Yes, and then in she is an inhuman, right? Um. Yeah, no, I think that, like, obviously they wanted our ears to perk and that word mutated, like, you know, your genes are, are mutated. Like, obviously they want that, but, like, I don't know in what capacity she could or would be involved with the X-Men. Yeah, so it, it really is a question of whether or not it's a retcon, because I, I, I was made aware um, after the fact that she is supposed to be an in, an inhuman. Inhuman, mm-hmm. um, uh, which honestly, like, I didn't really know about until um, until after Multiverse of Madness again. Mm-hmm. Bad nerd, and I just didn't know. Um, but uh, yeah, really quickly, Inhumans. Um, this is um, from good old Wikipedia. Um, at the beginning of the Kree Skull War, millions of years ago in Earth time, the alien Kree established a station on the planet Uranus, <laughs> a strategic position between the Kree and Skull. Squirrel empires through their work on the, at the station, they discovered that sentient life on nearby earth had genetic potential invested in it by the alien celestials intrigued. The Cree began to experiment on earth's then primitive race, homo sapiens to produce a gene- the genetically advanced inhuman race. Their goal was apparently twofold to investigate possible ways of circumventing their own evolutionary stagnation and to create a powerful mutant race of soldiers for use against the scrolls. Um, although their experiments were successful in creating a strain of humanity with extraordinary abilities, the Kree abandoned their experiment because a genetic prophecy had predicted that experiments would eventually lead to an anomaly who would destroy the Kree's supreme intelligence. Whoops. So, um, but I, I, I'm assuming that the thing that you were talking about, that the thing that they were afraid would happen mm-hmm. did happen. And, mm-hmm. and in that event also created Kamala. I maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of different directions they could go. I think it opens yeah. them up to lots of things. Um, but yeah, I guess we're probably going to get, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really think that this would happen, but I guess this is how they're going to rope back in the Eternals at some point. Right. Um, is like doing a like this some some kind of that that kind of an event is like happening again. And, you know, yeah. there's a mutation happening and mm-hmm. this is this is all your fault. You're the ones who started this. You know, I don't know. Should be very yeah. interesting to see. But I I, I, but I, I guess the question still um still remains are they retconning and she's not inhuman anymore and there's just gonna be mutants or uh because i guess technically technically inhumans are mutants but they're like they're engineered mutants and that's what's different right right 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a retcon or if this was like a cute misdirect that they. I mean, like, talk about misdirection. I mean, it's not like even it's not accidental even at all. It's not a subtle misdirect in the. You don't. You don't use like. Well, I mean, we already know that they're they are in other universes because right we saw Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. Like yes, and they also used that. They also use the same thing. Yeah. Such a great little song. Perfect. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know exactly. Perhaps uh, Kamala's path will cross with some other, uh, you know, mutants or, or, you know, future X-Men. And they can figure out exactly what's going on genetically. I, I don't, I don't know. I, or it could be like, we're going full blown, like, in humans, which yeah, uh, in, but it's and, pretty crazy though. That, like I, I, I don't think anybody out there could have predicted that we were gonna get the introduction of you know any kind of mutants mm-hmm. in this show. Like you know what I mean? Right. I think everybody was thinking, oh, well, I mean, we did get it. I technically, at least in the MCU, we got our first mutants in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yes, um, like, but. Uh, at least th- this is the first in the 616 universe mm-hmm. that we have got relatively confirmed, I guess. Well, they use the word mutant, mutated. Mutated genes. So, yeah. Very interesting. It's the mutant gene. It's the X gene. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. And, you know, and Big D. And then... Um, yeah. And then, the like we said before, um, in the very final... Uh, post-credit scene we see uh um uh kamala sees her bangle acting weird and then yeah she switches places yeah with... she gets like chucked into the closet and it's a weird it's a weird looking i'm just i was like trying to like remember a time where we saw this kind of weird mm-hmm. like we woo magic that happened um you know what it kind of reminded me of it reminded me of um I want to say like the flu powder magic. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's not that obviously. They're not going to put those no. universes together. <laughs> Warner, Brothers, Warner Brothers would never let that happen. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it feels like there was some kind of a um, a warping happening. Yeah, and, and I but don't. Why that they would switch places is beyond me. Well, yeah. So when our Captain Marvel, or maybe not our Captain Marvel, comes out of right. the closet. She's wearing the bangle. Right. Oh so, my god, she's coming out of the closet. Maybe they're gonna say that Captain Marvel is gay. Captain, I mean, she is in the comics. She's yeah. Queer. Maybe she's, that was like they're cute. Oh my god, I don't know she's why bisexual. I didn't put two and two together. That's <laughs> that's kind of cute. I love that. But yeah, they need to stop Carol, being cute and just do uh, it. Carol Danvers is like in the comics is with like lots of women and lots of men. Amazing. She, she, she does her own thing. Yeah. Um, don't be cute about it. Just say it. <laughs> I mean, it was very cute. Yeah, and and she shows up in Kamala's room and sees. Also, I really dig this haircut. I think this it looks my cute. Favorite. It looks cute. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, she's you know photos, all of her all over the room. And <laughs> she's like, "What she's like, the what hell is happening?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a an exciting little thing to get at the end there. I quite I, the teaser. Yeah, I, d- I definitely didn't think that they were going to do... I mean, it makes sense that they would, because the next time we see Kamala is going to be in the Marvels. Right. 
But, uh, but I mean, you know, up until like fairly recently, Kevin Feige has been like, Disney Plus is just going to be all su- supplemental, mm, you know, like really good stuff and like, you know, um, like important to the story, but not necessarily like necessary to for the MCU in general, mm-hmm. I guess. But I mean, I don't see how you can watch Miss Marvel and not have that context. Well, we you talked know, like, about that with Multiverse of Madness. If yeah. you had not watched WandaVision, that sh- that movie would have meant nothing to you. Yeah. I mean, Literally it definitely would have meant a lot less, that's for sure. I don't think it really would have meant anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, like I, I, saying, I mean, I, like, that's a I bold right. statement, but like, S- Steven's journey in comparison to Wanda's journey, like, it's. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, it's not well, supplemental. Well, yeah, because I mean, Assumedly, I mean, because you know, nowadays they've been only doing like you know, cute little two-hour movies. They have the the days of three-hour uh, Marvel films are at least for now are are a thing of the past. Which is probably it's it's a good thing because I mean, you know, like if you can't tell the story in two hours, like, but um, save yeah, the, so save the, the three-hour uh, movies for like Secret Wars and stuff. Yeah, where we're heading so yes. sa- save it for that. Save it for those, yeah, the big events. But yeah, yeah so I, I, I can't imagine that they're going to have any time to do any rehashing of sorts, like when we get into the Marvels. No, so um, with both, like with both that ha- Kamala and Monica Rambeau. So right, it's like right. you got to know who these people are. <laughs> yes, like can you imagine, like, like who, like just like sitting down to watch that movie and have never having never watched those, and then these people come in, you're like, why am I supposed to care about these people? Right. Yeah, like, no, you need to have watched these shows. Sorry, yeah. sorry, everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's I I guess it's sort of maybe not on the same level because it was so much bigger. But like, I know so many people, like a surprising amount of people who watched Endgame before mm. seeing like really any of the other films. And I'm like, ah, ah, That's so confusing to me. Oh, oh, what? What? Huh? How? I mean, and they're like, yeah, still, it was, but it was cool is that they, it, but... I was going to say, yeah, people still actually really enjoyed it, which is a testament to how, what an amazing job, um, the brothers did, um, yes, the brothers. what's their faces, the brothers, <laughs> the brothers <laughs> but, Grimm, <laughs> yeah, the brothers Grimm, um, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I am curious to see what they do because it will be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, I think that's it. I think that's Miss Marvel. That was Miss Marvel. It, we did it in almost under an almost hour. Almost under an hour. Almost. We were close. We were close. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I I uh w- um yeah, so the question going forward is um you know, uh, do they do they what are they going to say are is there even going to do you do you think that there will be a season 2? I have a pretty strong feeling that there will be. I think so too. Yeah, I, I mean, think... I, there was a part of me that was like, oh, maybe this is just like a really, like, grand way to to Bring you know introduce in. this character, and then she'll be you know off to the races in the films and like yeah, guest starring I... in other like you know mm-hmm. boobity boops. But yeah. I feel like there's more to her origin that we yeah. To be honest, like I know we're <laughs> we're like the most spoiled fans ever but like oh my god I know to be honest like I almost wish that we would have had an America Chavez series before going into same. multiverse because how cool I think it would it like how cool lo- would it have been to like go into that film and be like to have had like the structure of like what we had for Miss Marvel yeah for America Chavez yeah that would have been great would have been cool I um eh, who knows maybe that's in the works maybe. maybe it's in the works I mean they're they're doing a lot of things but um 
But yeah, you're right because it, it was one of those things. You're like, why am I supposed to care for this person? You know. I mean, I did though. I think by the I end, did. yeah, I was no, like, she's a super interesting character. I just like if you hadn't read the comics and you, you know, you're just like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. And we got a little bit. Obviously, we got some flashbacks and stuff from her life, but her lesbian parents. She's got, <laughs> she's got a lot of backstory, obviously. So, I mean, how cool! Like, like two, two, two Marvel films in a row. We got the the lesbian parents in that, and then we got the gay parents in Thor. Mm-hmm. We're you know. We're, we're taking everything in stride. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. And don't call me Shirley. Don't you dare. Uh, um, well, that, yeah, that was it. That was Miss Marvel. We hope up. you enjoyed it. We What's did. What's next on the docket? Next, we'll be doing Thor, I'm assuming. I think so. And if, God willing, Dino will get his booty back in here. Yeah, hopefully we get him to crawl back in this carcass <laughs> with us. And help us break it down. And I know we promised this like 12,000 years ago, but we are still doing... Um, oh, yes. an exclusive interview with yes. our good friend with Dustin Sidehammer. Yes, he will be coming around the mountain soon. We'll f- yes. we'll, we'll get our we'll get it friend. to you when we can. Yeah, it will happen. Um, Don't you worry. Yeah. So thanks again to Lauren Louie for sending in that uh, message. About, Truly, that was so special about the show, and we love you. We appreciate you very much. So, and thank you all for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Yeah, this, this I hope is, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourselves. And don't get murdered. <laughs> no, no that's, that's the wrong show. That's not our podcast. Wrong show. Also, I mean, I mean, I love that podcast. So if you don't like watch or listen to, what's it called? My Favorite Murder? Yeah. I love it. it. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's The really definition good. of ADD. Um, yeah, literally. Ooh, uh, shiny red ball. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> is, this is Inside the Tauntaun, <laughs> a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. <laughs> I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. May the force be with you. Always. Always. See ya. <laughs>